0: the more Daf Pe Aleph the last line of Pe we have talked about a number of items that were done Mishum Yeshuv Eretz Yisrael. So the more continues on that topic. Tanarabonim, Asara Tanayim Hisni Yeshua. There were ten things that Yeshua made as Takonus, or as the more calls a Tanayim a when they were Meirish Eretz Yisrael. Now it's, there's two ways to understand this. Either it was Mamashat Tanai, so it was a din in the, the Yerusha of Eretz Yisrael when Yeshua was the land, that these are the halakhas that apply, these are the civil laws that apply in terms of the Eretz, we'll see what they are. Or some other afarshim say it's not a question of a Tanai, it's a question of Hefka, Bezdin, Hefka, Yeshua and his Bezdin. Made this mitam hefker bezdan hefker. We'll see throughout the sugya whether different gemaras seem to lean one way or the other in the nature of these takanas. So what are the ten? So first we'll go. The going to list them. The gemara is actually going to list eleven, and the gemara is going to question why there's an extra one. And then we're going to go through one by one and understand them deeper. So the first one is I'll show you ma'arin bechorshin. We have animals who need to graze. So we already talked about yinala ve'madakas, etc. But if you want to have animals grazing in forests forests which are generally uninhabitable there's not places where people live so in the forest no matter who owns the forest per se Yeshua said animals of other people are allowed to graze in the forest that's halacha number one halacha number two if you have pieces of wood and you want to take that wood or straw or hay Rashi says it's Michael behema you want to take that from someone else's field you're allowed to the Gemara will give restrictions to the salacha but that's the basic halacha that you're allowed to go ahead and take wood, pieces of wood, from other people's fields from Eichel Behemoth. Halacha number three. You're allowed to take hay, grass. So the first one I was talking about wood. This one I was talking about grass. You're allowed to take it. Chutz, me Tilson. Except from a field of Tilson, a field where they grow this particular type of fruit, not fruit, fruit type of growth. It's a type of kidney, a type of bean of some sort. So over there, the Asa, the asovim, the weeds, the grass that grows there is very helpful for the Tulsan. So there Yeshua said you're not allowed to take it. Everywhere else, you're allowed. That's lock number three. lock number four, you're allowed to break off branches from someone's tree for grafting purposes, you break off a piece of a tree and you can either plant it in the ground and grow a new tree, or you can attach it to your existing tree to make it stronger, etc. So if you want to take off pieces of someone else's tree, you're allowed to do that, and the owner of the tree is not allowed to stop you, but, by a Zayish tree, when it got older, so they used to chop the tree down very, very small. It's not, not clear if they chopped it down like height-wise, or just chopped off a lot of the branches. And then they would leave a fistful. Actually, this is like two fistfuls of each branch. Those you're not allowed to break off. Because if you break those off, that's going to ruin the core tree. So you, Yeshua did not let you ruin the core tree of somebody. The Gemara is going to give other examples of this. But other than that, you can break off branches of someone else's tree um, from certain areas, certain parts of the tree. We'll see in the Gemara. And Yeshua said, This is the owner of the tree is not allowed to stop you. Lacha number five. If you have a flowing river. Now, if it's a flowing river that was there always, then for sure this all applies. But here we're applying even by a new type of a water source that started up, so the people are allowed to take that water. And the owner of the where the water came out of cannot say, "This is my water; you're not allowed to take." No, it's considered everybody's water, and everyone's allowed to take. The from the ear, say it's anyone's allowed to take it. Again, it's not hundred percent clear. In the sunya, does that mean you're going into their field to take the water, or is that only when the water comes out of their field? Also, a discussion of the rishonim. Etc. cetera. Tyson says, this is not talking about where he dug his own well. If you dug your own well, then it's your own water. a well that naturally formed, that's when Yeshua made this takana. So that would be Tachonum number five. Tachonum number six, people are allowed to fish. People are allowed to go fishing in the Yam of Tveri, which is, of course, the Kineret. Even though, Rashi says, as we'll see in the Gemara, it's part of Shevet Aftali, Everyone's allowed to fish there. However, you're only allowed to fish. There seem to be three ways they fish. Chaker is normally when you fish with like a fishing rod, like we would discuss. The other extreme is the Skela, which Rashi says used to put like pieces of wood into the water. It sounds like they used to make some sort of metal cage to catch fish. That you're not allowed to do for sure, because that is going to prevent boats from going in the in the, in the Kinneret. You're not allowed to do that because that will prevent the boats uh however tesis discusses the middle case which is no, well, normally what we would call nets are you allowed to put nets into the river so tesis seems to say that shevet naftali is allowed to put nets into the river but the other shvatim are not allowed to put nets even into the river all they're allowed to do is fish with like a fishing rod but nobody even shevet naftali who owns the Kinneret, they're not allowed because like everybody has boating rights there and you'll be blocking the boats that seems to be the, a combination of the way Rashi and Tosis explain this, uh, this sixth taqala. Takona number seven. The People, if they need to go to the bathroom, they have bathrooms in those days. So you can go to someone's field and go to the bathroom. That's not even part of the tacona. The tarkana was that you're doing an Achure HaGether behind their wall. And we'll see what the stress is of why it mentions the wall. Even if it's a field that grows carcum, which is a very, very expensive type of spice, going to the bathroom there is fine. It's not going to ruin it in any serious way. Therefore, you're allowed to go to the bathroom. And even Achure HaGether, which we'll see in the tomorrow what the, what the significance of that is. That's number seven. The next one is actually number eight, but the is going to say that it's actually not part of these 10, but we'll read it. Of course, So when it was the dry season, people were not planting anything. People already harvested everything. Pesach Shua's time. And now in the summer, there's nothing growing. So people would walk over everybody's fields. That's totally fine. And you're allowed to continue walking in everybody's fields. to shortcuts wherever you need to go until the second rain. When you have the second rain, which Rashi says is the Raviyah which is on Yud Zayin give or take, like the Dinus, Then already the new crops start to grow, and then Yeshua said you can't walk in someone's field because you're going to be ruining their new crops. But in the summer, the the fields are not allowed to be makbid. Again, as we'll see in the Gemara, this is not really one of Yeshua's takanahs. This actually was a takana later on by Shleim HaMelech, but it's listed here in this mission. Moving on to what really is going to be takanah number eight, Let's see so in the winter when it 's very muddy, so people would you know, walk on the, on, the, on the roads quasi roads and the animals and the wagons etc, and would make big furrows and ditches in the road and then when it dried up in the dry season, it was very hard to walk on the main road sometimes. So if it's very hard to walk in the main road, sometimes you're allowed to walk on the side of the road, which is actually part of the next door neighbor's field. You're allowed to walk there. You're allowed to move to the side of the drachm. They say this, because of these big ditches and things uh, and furrows that are in the middle of the road, which might be okay for animals, but it's definitely not okay for people. And therefore, you can walk on the sides, which is actually part of someone else's field. Number nine, if someone's walking between a vineyard and he gets lost and he can't find his way out, so there's two ways to get out. Either you could just find, the, find the, lo, the closest border fence and just follow the fence, but that could take a very long time to do. Or you could just break your way through the vineyards to get to where you need to go. So he said, you can break branches and climb out of this uh, maze that you got yourself stuck in, you can break, climb over, climb under, break through, and that is not going to be a problem. Again, this is the Takon of Yeshua, that you could do this in anybody's field. Number 10, mitzvah and he made a Takon, that when you find, a Mase mitzvah lying on the road, it's makum that you can bury him there, you can bury him there, wherever you find him. And Rashi says, Now, it's not clear in the Mishanim, does that mean you're supposed to bury him there? Or does that mean, you're allowed to bury him there, but if you want to move him to the local cemetery, that's okay too. It seems to me, Achleik is him how to learn this halacha. But at, at the minimum, if there's nowhere else to bury him, you're definitely allowed to bury a me smitzvah that you just find randomly wherever he's found. You're allowed to bury him in that spot. We'll see again some reservations to this in the Gemara. So these are the 10 items. Now let's go through them one by one. First, of all we said was that you're allowed to have your animals graze in someone's forest. If it's small animals, and it's in a giant forest, so it's not really going to hurt the forest at all, that's fine. If it's a small animal in a small forest, or a large animal in a large forest, then Yeshua did not make this takana. We're not going to cause a serious damage to someone from your animals. It's only if it's relatively insignificant, that's when Yeshua said it's mutter. Of course, a large animal in a small little forest area is also going to be usher. This is not part of the heter of Yeshua's takana. Next one, number two, we said, eats him in You're allowed to pick little twigs off someone's field, says the Gemara. Again, what, what are the halachas of this? V'higi. We're only talking about over here when it's like thorns and little tiny branches that are part of someone's bushes and stuff like that. Etzim, but other types of wood which people could use for other practical purposes, for building fences, etc., that you're not allowed to take. Now feel Bahizmi big even these thorns, or the little twigs, and bushes like Emma Mukhoburn them, and it's still attached to the ground. You can come in. The owner obviously hasn't done anything with it. So you can pick off little pieces. Of a solution, if the owner already picked them off the ground, so the owner went through the trouble of like harvesting these things, whatever he's going to do with them for firewood, then you're not allowed to take them. Look, even if it's still attached to the ground, if it's still wet, once they dried up, then we assume that even though the owner didn't harvest them yet, but Mestami is going to use it for firewood, and therefore you're not allowed to take it. So we said three alakas here. A, it's only by Higmi Behizmi. It's only by these little twigs and bushes. B, it's not when it's picked off the ground. It's already picked and bundled up. you know how to take it. And even if it's attached to the ground, it's only when it, it is moist. So it has to be a moist attached to the ground of these little bushes, twigs, and thorns, and, and you're not allowed to pick it off the ground and rip out the roots. You're not allowed to ruin the tree. You can just take off the branches of it as long as you leave the roots there. So these are all the, the reservations on this halacha of Yeshua. Number three, we said you're allowed to pick out weeds and grass for animal food. Khutsmi except by a so tilson, we said you're not allowed to because the, apparently this grass is helpful for the Tilson and therefore you don't want to ruin. it. the Tilson Sounds like grass is good for Tilson, that's why we don't let you do it. For we have a Mishnah Klayim. says Tilson Shall if when you plant your Tilson in the ground. Weeds start growing there. Chazal, don't say you have to go pick it out right away. Because since, the assumption is, tilson is bad. for uh, southern. these weeds, I'm sorry, are bad for tilson. Since they're bad for tilson, you're going to take them out. Anyways, Rashid says, So Chazal said, you don't have to go run and grab it right away. Obviously, everybody knows you did not plant a southern with your tilson because you would never want it there and you're going to rip it out right away. And therefore, Chazal said, you don't have to take it out right away. Okay, Tysus argues on the Pshat in the Mishnah with Rashi, that's why Rashi is Pshat in the Mishnah. In terms of Argomar, it's Mashma that Tilson is not healthy to be with Asavim. And Argomar was Mashma that Asavim is good with Tilson and therefore you're not allowed to pick the Asavim from the Tilson. So it depends why you're going to Tilson. If you're going to Tilson for seeds or if you're going to Tilson to replant, we're well, going to tilsin to eat it yourself so if you're going to be planting it the Mara says the so if you're planting give seeds you want to have the seeds get all the nutrients out of the ground and therefore you don't want anything else growing there and therefore you like the Mishnah said in climb it's not a problem because of climb because you're going to definitely want to pick out that grass, and if that type of grass is growing in tilson that you're growing for seeds, then Yeshua said you could pick that grass. When Yeshua said you cannot pick the grass or the weeds with tilson, that's lazirin. It's when you're growing the grass when you're growing the tilson for the flowers, whatever they eat from it, the bean itself. Because what happens is when the grass grows tall, the tilson leans on the grass and ends up being like a uh, a support for the tilson, and therefore that's better when you are growing tilson for eating purposes. When that Case actually, it would be a client problem because you do want the asavim there, and that's the case where Yeshua said you're not allowed to pick the asavim from someone's field. It depends if you're going to Tilson for human food or for animal food. So, <laughs> See, if you're going in for animal food, so Tilson is animal food if it's lower quality and grasses, so you want it there. Whereas if it's for human food, you don't want the grass there because grass is not going to be helpful, and you're not, Humans don't eat grass the way animals do, and therefore you're going to want to take it out. And therefore, if it's human food, it's not a climb problem. And if it's human food, then Yeshua would allow you to pick the grass. Says Momenay Adina. So. Bishma, the first case, where you're growing it for seeds, or you're growing it for eating. Apparently, you could tell from each field what it's growing for. Maybe what stage it's at or something. It's not 100% clear, but something like that. Whereas, if you're growing it for animal food or human food, it's the exact same plant, the exact same growth method, Lechara. So, when someone comes, how do they know if they're allowed to pick the tilson or not? Pick the Esav or not, right? If it's for human food, we said you're allowed to pick out the grass. If it's for animal food, you're not. But how do you know? Summer of papa shari mishari ladam. If they planted the tillson in nice organized rows, that's the way you plant human food. Lai, shari, mishari. If it's just a mess of seeds and not grown in any rows or furrows, then mustamatzu the of food because then you don't care what grows there. You are just going to grab everything, and all of it's going to be eaten by the animal, anyways. And therefore, that's how you can tell whether we're talking about animal food or human food. We've gone to Takana number four. We said, <speaking in Hebrew> we're allowed to take off branches. <speaking in Hebrew> we said the uh, branches of a Zayas, when they're close to the tree, when they take down the rest of the Zayas, they rest of the tree, because it's old, you want to make it grow back. You leave a couple handfuls, hand breadths of the branch, that you're not allowed to take off. Piroshabitanchem, <speaking> <Hebrew> very is kibezah. By his eyes, that shear is like the size of an egg. I guess that's what they call two fistfuls. Be'konim, if it's a regular tree, be'gafanim There was some sort of knot where the branch comes out of the like the, the main trunk of the of the vine, and from there you're not gonna break it off. A other trees. mina shal which Rashi says evo is where the fruits, where they, where they have these soft types of branches that just start growing, but not from the chudoy, which are the bigger ones, which are actually part of the core part of the tree, those you shouldn't break off. So by regular tree, it's an apple tree, whatever it is. If you want to break off the small soft branches to take to your house and replant them, that's fine. But to take off big, large branches that you're not allowed to do, that's what I'm saying now, is the first shot and Rashi, if you look in Rashi, it brings the second shot. we'll save with the first shot and Rashi. And says the Gemara, again, you want to take off the new branches, not the old branches. And you also want to make sure you're taking off branches for something that's not exposed to the sun. Because something that's going to see the sun, that's part of the ikra part of the tree. That's where the fruits grow, if they're going to grow now, they'll grow in the future. So again, this halacha of breaking off branches is very. Very restricted. Okay, uh, every tree you have to leave certain branches not untouched at all. You're only supposed to take the new branches and only from the side of the tree, which is not facing the stronger side of the sun. We said, Mayana We said, So if you have myan, this was number five, Mayana but the documentary, everyone can take the water. I'm a Rabbah Barafhuno, Venais and he says, Yeshua said you could take the water, but you have to pay for the water. It's like us and we do not pass like that. We say, if Yeshua said you could take it, that means you could take it for free. We said, You're allowed to fish in the Kinneret. You're allowed to do anything that's going to make giant cages of some sort that's going to prevent boats from traveling. But you're allowed to go ahead. Again, there's a whole machoik over exactly what the Gersa here is. The gra takes out this set sort of Russia's supercomb races, a Freshman keep it back in. Tyson said on that only the people who live there, the B'nai Naftali, are allowed to use these, uh, these types of nets, but other people only allow to use the, uh, the fishing rods, not necessarily the nets. And no one is allowed to use those giant, seems to be like cages made out of twigs or, or beams. The Shvater made a deal with each other, which sounds like this is not necessarily part of Yeshua's takana. This was a side thing. So they originally seemed to make a deal that, now again, it's not clear what the relationship here is to the original takana. Rashi doesn't explain it. So it's not clear if this was the original takana or if this was some other deal that they made between themselves, that the, they were not going to be mafas or kalina, but you could send Rushdice and then maybe Yeshua came along and said, even the Rashi is no good, you can only use the uh, fishing rod. That's how some of should explain it. This was this Berishenah was before Yeshua even. It was, it's not clear exactly when Yeshua made this takana. So it could be they settled there. They started having fights over the fishing rights, and then Yeshua came and said, "Okay, this is the way it's going to be." Again, it's not one hundred percent clear in the him how to, how to touch up this piece of Gemara. Tanar Yamashil Travelgashnaftolya, like we said, it's part of Naftal. There was also he didn't just have the Kinneret, he also had a little piece of the land south of it, the Yom So he got the Yom, which only can be west, but here it means the Yam of Tverya, the Kineret, and a little bit south of it, that was all part of his. That's part what you need to be able to make traps and to be able to catch fish. So that was also part of Sheva Aftol. So if you go into the mountain areas and you have stuff on the ground, twigs and all kinds of brush, that everybody's allowed to take. Um but if it's attached to the trees, Peketsk has a Shavit, then everything is part of that Shavit. But he stresses Yisrael every single Shavit, wherever they were, Sha'imloid Bahar, every single Shavit got a little bit of theirs that had mountains, it had valleys, it had negative, which is like dry areas, it had emek, which is a type of Nikhalim that either had rivers or 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 places between the mountains. So everybody had every type of geography. So that's the way, not just the Amari were like that, but all the... Umais that lived in Eretz Kenan at that time all were split up in that way. And they were assuming also that the Shvatim also each got a piece of land that included all these things. And if you travel on Eretz Yisrael, every 50 feet you go. You can be on a mountain, you could be in a desert, you can suddenly be in a, in, a, in, a, in a valley and there's water. It's just like all over the place. Next the economy we said was, Nifna Lachuy <laughs> Geder. Says the Vafiel Bushmalay Karkum, even if it's of carcum, which is a very expensive type of what they call saffron, still you're allowed to go to a bathroom there. Amar the is elita When it says means not just that you're behind the wall. That's not the issue. The issue is you're taking off a piece of the wall. Because in those days they used to clean themselves after they went to the bathroom with a rock. So you're allowed to take a rock out of an existing wall. This is part of Takanas Yeshua. Amar you're allowed to do that even on Shabbos. The the he would take it but he put it back. Seal it into the wall, cement it into the wall. So he would say that you could take it, but it's better to put it back if you can. That's better as well. you're allowed to go in the empty fields. And our Papa of Donna field nowadays in our fields. Uh, then even when they're wet from dew, people walk on it. It ruins the field. So then you should not have people walking on your fields at all. You're allowed to walk on the edges of the fields and people's property because the, the roads, we said, are very bumpy. Shmo went to the Shmo to the sides. Tanan Shahisne Yeshua Aphilub Abavil? So we're in Bavil here. Who said that you can go on the side of someone's fields even in Bavil? Yes, I see that these halachas applied even in chutzards. Now that would only make sense, really, if you say this is part of like a Hefker Bezdin Hefker kind of halacha. To say that it's part of Takonis the Haaretz, that wouldn't make any sense in chutzards. But according to what Shmuel is saying now, this halacha and all these halachas in any place you have Jewish people living, these halachas would apply as a part of Hefkar President hefker. that you go on people's fields, you could take these little branches, etc. All these things would apply, even a chutzar Shmuel said. beorcha." So they were going on the road. They went to the side of the road because again the road was bumpy. come a refused to go on the side of the road in someone's field. He was jumping on the road from ditch to ditch. Who's this guy who thinks he's such a frummy that we're going on the side of the road and relying on Yeshua's kula or Yeshua Benun's kula and he's, I'm not going to go on the side of the road I'm going to go in the middle of the road and jump from place to place like a Balgaiva. He's one of my Talmidim. Don't get upset at him, he's not a Balgaiva he's doing it a Yudim and At if wasn't when a Rebbe said to him if not fact that. You Yehudim and Canusan, I heard about you. At Exarcesinulosh kecha begizu the Parza, I would say we should lock you up in a, in a, a metal cage. Rashi is like to put him in cherem. I would have put you in cherem for being a balgai for being firmer than me, but Reb Kira said I should trust you, so I am. Next Allah. Kramim, we said, maspig v'yareid, maspig villa You can go up and you can break through the branches. If you see somebody who is stuck in the Kramim, Maspig v'yareid, So you could help him out and break help, you know, sometimes the guy in the stuck in the maze can't find his way out. So you can break from the road. You see where he's stuck. You can break through the the uh, and help him out. So you can get him to the city, you can get him to the main road. If you yourself are so what does it mean? What does it mean? What does mean? I mean, what's the difference if your friend does it for you if you do it yourself? The friend who's standing on the outside, he can see where you're going, so he can help you break it through. But you, if you don't even know which direction you're going in, and we, maybe we should not let you stop break through randomly. We don't even know where you're going. Instead, find the closest edge and go around the edge. And maybe you know, if you know where you're going, we let you. But if you don't know where you're going, maybe we shouldn't make you go all the way around and not just stop break through someone's crumb. Kamash no, Says the Gemara. Fine, it's a very nice halacha. The sanya, the pasuk says, Hashavas gufa minayin. How do you know? Not only do you have halacha Hashavas you have to return someone's lost object, but you have to help him. When he himself physically is in trouble. Leimer, the Pasik says, Now that's talking about someone who lost an animal. But we die, that you return himself to himself. So therefore, of course you can help someone get out if they're stuck in the middle of a care. Now, you have a mitzvah to help them, but you should show them go around the edge. Asuhu Asuhoo, so comes on your shovel took the mafsig mafsig sig mafsig afsig your that you can break down and go through the caram, even though it's can be ruined the caram somewhat, it's okay. Says the umara Vraminu Vramini a mighty mutal bit your if you find a mace. In the middle of a on the main road. Mafneul Yamin is stayer of the smaller stayer. You don't bury him there because kainim and people have to keep them of walking over that area. You want to bury a body there? You bury him on the right or the left, right? So the bar versus the near. If you have a choice to bury him in a field that's used or a field that's empty, Mafneul side the bar. You put him in a field that's not empty, not used. So the near versus the zera. If it's a field that's plowed or a field that's gonna have plant, is already planted, they because there's nothing planted there yet, so you put him into the empty field. How you stay in near, stands if they exactly the same field on the right left. if so they you can put it on the own. why? If you just had kind of so the guy on the right should say, put him on the the road. The guy on the left should say put him on the road. Why are you taking my field? No, we're talking about a case where he's crossing the entire road. And therefore, it's impossible to leave him there. Nun never meant for you to leave him in a place that's going to atomic people. And if you have to move him. It's a, once you, know, you don't leave him in the same place where you actually found him, you've got to away anyways, move him. So once you can anyways move him, then you don't have to put him there on the side. You can move him to the right field, or the left field, and no one can stop you. That's also part of the stakana of May smitzvah. In fact, the Gemara, as we said, we counted 11 that one which we said, you're allowed to go into people's empty fields, that's Shleimah Amra, that's really from Shleimah, not from Yeshua, as much later. If your fields are already empty of all crops, and you don't let people go into them, if you know what the Torah says about you? The Pusik says, Instead of being good, you are being bad says the Gemara, umi ksiv mi yois teval That's It's a nice expression. It's actually a posik. It's not, it's no weird. It sounds like a posik of a Mishnah, but it's not. It's an expression. So, in, ki agam, there's a similar posik. The posik says in Mishnah, mi so, don't prevent someone from getting good from you if you have no reason to prevent it from him. And therefore, that's part of Shlem's takona, that if you have an empty field, of course you let people go through it. So, these are the ten takanas of Yeshua plus one of Shlem. There's no other takanas. When you go to take out your, the garbage and the junk from the fields, all the mites is Villa You're allowed to take everything You can put it out there for 30 days. It's your niche of People step on a it. And that makes it into like fertilizer. And then you can put it into your fields. But you're allowed to put it in the Rosh Oh, it's not your private area. It's public area. It's one of the of Yeshua and that's another one why isn't it listed vaika the vishwamuneshim breiker is another one the sanimuneshim breiker to i besdenu meaning from yeshua shezer text khadqever krets sheikhei you're allowed to go ahead and you're allowed to go ahead and pick sheikhei a branch of a tree of your friend ghan hanzel hatziol if you have a uh, a a giant a, a, a uh, honey, honey farm, and you have bees over there, and the bees go and settle in someone's field, and they make a giant nest, uh, like a, a, a hive, on someone's branch. So you need to get your bees back. You can't just take one bee. So you, what you want to do is you want to cut off the whole branch and take the branch with the hive back to your field. You're allowed to do that. And you're allowed to, and you pay him for it. But you see, it's a special takon, that you're allowed to do this. But tonight, Another one is, she says, If you're walking with a barrel full of honey, and your friend is walking with a barrel of wine, and the barrel of honey breaks, and that's more expensive than the wine, you're allowed to go ahead and spill out his wine, use that barrel to scoop up and save your honey, and pay him back. And that is another, again, tonight from Yeshua, seems like. And another one, if you have the same thing, you have two animals walking, one's carrying wood, and one's carrying pishton. So, same thing, the pishton is more expensive. If, if, if the pishton cannot be carried, you dump off the wood, you take the pishton. And you pay him back that. So you see three or four other examples of tenayim that brought halachas that Yeshua made. Why aren't they listed in Avraisa? says the Gemara, And the Hanami, this all these Brices are Sheetais, that Yeshua said this. It seems to be not everybody agrees to these individual ones that we just said over here from Mishmal and from Rabbi Yehuda, And therefore they're not listed in the original Braissa. It says, it's not true. If you have a tree that is leaning in your field in Eretz Yisrael but it's leaning over your friend's field or if it's growing on the border so the question is can you bring Bikurum is this called Ad is it a field tree growing in your field if it's leaning over your friend's field you can bring Bikurum no problem that's part of Takanas Yeshua is that that's called enough of Ad that it's considered that you can bring Bikurum so you see over here this is Bassheimr Böjchanran saying this. So how can he say "Another Takana for saying that there's only 10? Says the Gemara, Elamantana, Asaratonayim Shehisner Yeshua. Who's the one who said that it wasn't a b'risa at all? It's from Yeshua Levi. It's an Amira who. There are Gvimer Exil Masavah Hedjer a b'risa Amishim Zokin Echad. One Levi Yeshua. So, where our question was seemed to be a b'risa that said there's only ten. How can we leave out this one and we leave out that one? Teretz says it's not a b'risa at all. It's a Mamer from an Amira. And therefore, if other memorials want to come and argue and add on other ones, they're allowed to. It's not necessarily a Brysa Adkan.